why can't I hear my music? Since we're already live, but I don't understand why it's not doing the music. Oh, that's the logo. Sorry. <laughs> Silly me. This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, and insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to show 396 Aussie Mac Zone. 396 of Aussie Four Mac. More. That's it. Young Zahn, how are you? Fantastic, Michael. How are you? Very, very good. Thank you, sir. Very good. And uh, I just got to do this one comment for everyone in the chat. Hello, everybody. Ready for your freedom, New South Wales? And they were just saying on the news, some hairdressers are going to open at 5 past 12 tonight. Wow. Because <laughs> they're going to get hammered, aren't they? <laughs> oh, they are. Hairdressers are going to get smashed. <laughs> so, yes. Um, blah, 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 blah. But, yep. So let's get into it. Let's get our Aussie Mac Zone, our Aussie Apple ramblings. Sorry about my lighting tonight, everyone. By the way, it's a uh, it's mood lighting, soft lighting it makes me look better <laughs> for you. That's right, <laughs> that's right. So now remembering Steve Jobs. So yes, I am a very I am very biased with regards to Steve Jobs. He is one of my heroes, and Apple products have kept me earning income for over thirty years. October 5 was the 10th anniversary of his passing. Apple released a video, the link below, of Steve talking at various events with some great footage of the early Apples and Macs. There was also a Wall Street Journal piece by Johnny Ives, former longtime head designer at Apple, where he says, since giving Steve's eulogy, I have not spoken public about our friendship, our adventures or collaboration. I never read the flurry of cover stories, obituaries, or the bizarre mischaracterizations that have slipped into folklore. But I think about Steve every day, and so do I. Thanks, Steve, very, very much. And there's, of course, more in our show notes. Yes. So um, I love that whenever you see a picture of Steve, he's in a shirt and jeans. Yep. <laughs> you know, he's not in a suit and tie or anything like that. He's just in a shirt and jeans. I love that. that he's always just been himself. Yep. You know, and fought for what he believed in. And I think that is just it is what made him so brilliant as well like just being that that out there character you know that did what other people said oh you're not going to be able to do that and he's like no no yeah we will do it and he and they did <laughs> yes you know, almost almost yeah. in bankruptcy and still turned it around you know so yeah excellent yeah. excellent 
So, story number two. Yeah. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Um, Tim Cook explains why Apple supports Shine mental health app. iPhone in Canada reports during his first trip to New York in two years, Apple CEO Tim Cook met with uh, Naomi Hirabayashi and uh, Mariah Letty, the co-founders of mental health app Shine, which Cook believes is the best of what Apple devices can facilitate. In a 15-minute conversation with um, Bustle, Cook explained why the company is supporting Shine. I think mental health is a crisis, and it's one that has been stigmatized so much it was for so long that people suffered in silence and in isolation he said shine have done this incredible job bringing together community and stitching together a number of different things that will make change system um systemic Systemic. in nature instead of a slogan so I'm super impressed by what they're doing and how they started. Cook continued, it's, it's the being out in nature and feeling so insignificant in the world and a lot of the problems tend to seem a little smaller. And I do talk about that freely. I think it's important. You know, I don't have a, an S on my chest, referring to you know being a superhero and a cape on my back. I suffer from the pandemic lows as much as everybody else does. I know that I'm privileged. So in many ways, um, in so many ways, but none of us are privileged to the point that mental health is not a key factor in life. In 2019, Shine was selected for the first Apple Entrepreneur Camp, a two-week program in which founders from underprivileged, underpresented, sorry. Unrepresented. Uh, sorry? Underpresented. Underrepresented, yeah. I've read through this twice, by the way. <laughs> Communities are given exclusive access to Apple's engineers, strategists, and business leaders. There's more in the show notes. But on before we go away from this, uh, this is something very close to home for me as well, uh, mental health. And if anybody is suffering, there's so many like companies out there now that can help. And I'll make sure that we get those in our show notes, like Beyond Blue yeah. and, and everything like that. And we'll get them in yeah. there. So if you do need help, they will be in the show notes and you can Absolutely. use those to Absolutely. get help. Because I know even talking about mental health can sometimes trigger. And so we appreciate you watching and we understand that everybody has highs and lows in their life and we'll make sure that we do our best to help as well. Absolutely. Our next one. Apple says apps must offer a way to delete your account starting in early 2022. In Gadget Reports, developers who let users create an account in their iOS, iPadOS, and macOS apps will soon have to offer people a method of deleting their accounts in apps too. 
Apple says that as of January 31st, all apps, all app submissions, including updates, will need to include the option. The company announced this requirement alongside other App Store guideline changes at the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference in June as part of a push to give users more control over their data. As The Verge notes, Apple is only requiring developers to let people initiate deletion of their account from within the app. So apps might send you to a website or even a chat with an agent before you can actually close your account. It remains to be seen how useful this requirement will actually be in practice, given the tricks many developers employ to encourage you to remain as a user. Still, if you have an account in an app, deleting it will be slightly less of a headache, which can't be a bad thing. And this will hopefully make it easier for people to ditch subscriptions and apps that they aren't actually using. Elsewhere, App Store pages on iOS 15, iPadOS 15 and Monterey, which is still in beta, now have a report a problem button so you can flag any issue or concerns you have with an app to Apple. (laughs) The feature is available in Australia, Canada, New Zealand and the US for now and Apple will roll the button to more regions later. Of course, more in the show notes. Excellent. This is good. Yes. Um, I know that uh, Facebook has allowed you to do this for a little bit now. Uh, when yeah. they first came in, you couldn't actually delete your account. You could leave your account, but you couldn't delete it. Now you can actually go in and on and delete your account uh, completely. Yeah. So uh, it's good, and I think more um, apps should allow you to just delete your account. Yes. <laughs> All right. Gaming. Gaming. Have you got a picture for me? I do have a picture for you, sir. Right there. There we go. Awesome. So this is Checkers Royale Plus. It's in arcade, obviously. I thought I'd go for something a little more old-fashioned this week because I do like to play checkers. I like backgammon and, and things like that. So I just thought that I might... You know, go for something simple instead of, you know, the out there, shoot them up or something like that. Something that sort of just, you know, is relaxing to play and and enjoyable, you know. Even if you are, you are getting beaten, you're still like, oh, yeah, I could have, you know, done something a little bit different here. Mm-hmm. Um, there, being such a simple game, everything like that, there was no glitches, there was no anything like that. The game was just straightforward. It was checkers. I went from be- uh, beginner up to medium and got my butt whooped <laughs> um, in medium. I, um, I I do like checkers. I like chess as well, uh, but I'm not a great strategist as such. I sort of sometimes, you know, get frustrated and go gun-ho and then I lose. And so... <laughs> Um, Which is uh, part of the fun. It is part of the fun. I guess I'll have to work on that. Uh, The the game is what it is. It's checkers, you know. And, again, I literally downloaded this because I wanted something to play that was going to um, relax me and that I could just put down if I wanted to. I didn't have to keep going to the next level or I didn't have to, 
you know, beat something or get something before I could save or anything like that. I just wanted to be able to have a go, have some fun and leave it alone. And that's what it does. It's exactly what it says. It's checkers. Yeah. So um, out of that, I'm going to give it five out of five apples because it does exactly what it says it does. <laughs> um, it's a checkers game. And it's a, it's a really good checkers game. They have different sets of rules. You can play American rules. You can play international rules. You can play a whole bunch of different rules. You know, some have flying kings, some don't. Um, I played uh, American rules, which don't have the flying king. So you can't, you know, just go over the board and boom and whip everybody out. Um, okay. Because I like the, the strategy of back and forth. So you have to actually you know, uh, battle your opponent, not just be like, ah, I've now got the power. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I um, I really enjoyed it. I had fun playing it. The boys didn't care for it at all, uh, <laughs> which was good too because they left me alone and let me play my game. Normally if I'm playing a game, they want to go, oh, what's that? Can I play? Can we put it on the TV? Can we, you know, uh, yeah, this yeah. one, like, what's that? I'm like, checkers. And they're like, oh, what's checkers? And I'm like, you know, like... <laughs> Not a boring board game. And so, yeah, it, it gave me, you know, sort of 15, 20 minutes peace. Excellent. And I was able just to, you know, wander off and play some checkers and come back and do what I needed to do. It was really good. So, yeah, five out of five apples for uh, Checkers Royale Plus on Apple Arcade. All right. Um, yep. I know you like that sort of game too. It was yeah, my, yeah. In, in my thinking as well. I thought, you know, something you would enjoy as well. I know uh, you like solitaire and, and that sort of stuff. And I don't do a lot of games that you're going to go on and, and, and check out. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I yeah, more really cool. shoot them up and, and everything like that, that which I would <laughs> normally play. Um, and so I, on this, I thought of, you know, iPar. And, <laughs> uh, you know, because I know I said the solitaire and sometimes you'll sit there and play it at night and, I thought, well, if there's a game of checkers there, you might check that out as well and give that a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's my going to sleep so, game, Solitaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. So and I thought check, checkers is a bit the same. You know, it's a easy, you know, you don't have to really do yeah. much. And, yeah, and so, yeah, great game. All right, excellent, excellent. And now we've got a story about Apple and Epic still having a battle. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I think came out on Friday. I think this information came out in yeah, the states on Friday. Oh, here we go. Apple yeah. begins an appeal of that's Epic Games Fortnite case seeks uh, delay to court ordered App Store changes. Yeah, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, no, that's that's that. Well, that's basically all they've done is lodge an appeal and said yeah, lodge an appeal. We just want a said, delay. Yeah, yep. which is so, fair enough. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what the outcome of that one is. <laughs> I haven't seen the last few episodes of Ted Lasso. I just want to say that in advance before we go on to entertainment. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I'm not going to yeah. tell you what it, what it happened. Anyway, it was excellent. Yep. It was good fun. Um, it's gone for another year. I'm just looking forward to revisiting that uh, 
Christmas episode. Yes, that was such a great episode. And who yeah. knew that the owner of the club could sing? <laughs> I don't know if that Lots was things, like, yeah. I don't know if that was her actual voice or not. But when I said, I'm like, wow, she can belt a tune. Yes. Um, so yeah. uh, I was quite surprised on that. <laughs> um, also, I know they have signed on for another two seasons. Yeah. Yep. And they so did a that, deal with the Premier League in England too. They've done some deal. Oh, well. Wow. Maybe that maybe that's got to do with because they were thinking about, or well, there was a story, sorry, it wasn't from Apple, it was from someone else talking about you know, where have selling Richmond shirts and that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they need to do a deal with the Premier League to do that sort of thing. Yeah, because they're using yeah logos and stuff like that. Yeah. But they also, you know, they're playing against Man U and and uh, and Man City and stuff. Oh, Man City, isn't it? It's not Man U. It's Man City. Well, there's Man U, Man United, and Man City. Oh, they are. They're playing both. Yeah, there's two and two so different clubs in, playing, in England. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, they are the two different clubs. But I thought they only played Man City. They didn't play Man U. I thought they were uh, two different leagues. Uh, anyway, oh, right, that 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 had to do. If with I'm them, wrong yeah. about that, actually, uh, watch your subscribers, listeners, tell me because yeah. I'm not up on uh, uh, my football rules over there, but I would like to be. Uh, and I have a few friends that get right into it. So if you're watching or you see this. Fill me yep. in. I am interested. And there's, um, without going into it, there is there's a club called Tottenham Hotspurs. Yes, I know Tottenham. Yeah, that's in the story as well. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but that's it. That's as far as I'm saying. <laughs> I used to um, have a, a mate of mine who was from Ireland. And he had um, uh, O'Neill's Arnott's uh, shirt. And I don't know yeah. what the football team is or where they're from in Ireland, but uh, yeah, I know that he always wore that shirt. He was a huge supporter, and, and yeah, yeah. You know, I do. Um, I do like watching football, uh, all sorts of different football. Our football, your like yeah. international football, which is soccer. Um, so I am interested. So, yeah, if you're watching, let me know. Yeah, all right. Cool. So you're, you've got the next one? I do. What about Siri? Yes. Apple celebrates Siri's 10th birthday with new jokes and responses. Nine to five Mac again. Ten years last week, Apple announced its brand-new personal assistant, Siri. At this time, it was able to show you the weather, uh, add an appointment to your calendar, pardon me, and uh, now you can celebrate Siri's birthday by saying happy birthday to the personal assistant. Many things ch changed over the last 10 years, but for most users, Siri doesn't appear to be one of them. Of course, the personal assistant has gotten smarter and can be and do more than ever before. It also has multiple new voice options and no longer defaults to a female voice, which is excellent. Um, Siri still uh, falls behind the competition. Google Assistant and Amazon uh, Alexa can understand 
context get more useful results but with a cost they know more about you and uh used to uh, they use to track uh your online activity apple on the other hand focus a lot on privacy and it makes siri not as intelligent i'm not going to use the other word that was written in there yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For example, only with iOS 15, the personal assistant can perform some tasks without an active internet connection. Siri processes your speech under your Apple device and doesn't use your personal requests to track you. Even still, there's a lot Apple's personal assistant can do to, uh, can do to improve. So yeah, say happy birthday to Siri. But then when you say, Yes, tell me the personal assistant says that's what I thought. Well, <laughs> also, uh, Siri also gives you alternative answers. For example, thanks. Wow, 10 years since I made my first appearance. Uh, how time flies at a um, cons consistent rate that we only perceive. See, I didn't read this part. <laughs> <laughs> And it seems to be speeding up because of how our memories work. To celebrate its <laughs> new birthday, its, its birthday, TNW interviewed Siri, and as you may know, it didn't go that well. Here's a piece of it. Me. So Siri, how does it feel to be 10 years old? Siri shows me a list of websites, the top of which is about development milestones. Uh, for the last 10, um, for 10 year old children, me, uh, happy birthday, Siri. Oh, it's hard to believe it's only been a decade. I've done, I've been from a newborn beta to a, a virtual assistant who can tell you the time to, um, tell you jokes. It can tell you, uh, thanks for the, oh, thanks for the birthday, which is me. Are you ha happy being 10? Siri. Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help you with? <laughs> if you're feeling nostalgic, check out Siri's first appearance in, uh, in an I, uh, in iPhone 4S ad. The link's below. Yeah. So there's a link specifically to the ad, and there's a, a link to the story. Happy birthday, Siri. It's not my birthday today. I appreciate the thought, though. <laughs> Because it was last week. <laughs> yeah. Siri, how's it feel being 10 years old? Interesting question. <laughs> Siri. I'm listening. Um, I get it then. Um, how's it feel to turn 10? Interesting question. <laughs> I'm guessing that's all I'm going to get out of her. Yeah, yeah. Well, like all ladies in your case, they don't like to admit their age, do they? That's right. She doesn't <laughs> want to talk about her age. It's rude to ask a woman her age. That's right. So uh, I apologise for that, Siri, especially live on air. Uh, we won't talk about that any further. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So the U.S. will bring together 30 countries to tackle ransomware. In Gadget again, 
The meeting is the latest effort by the Biden administration to address the growing problem. The Biden administration plans to bring together 30 countries later this month to discuss the threat ransomware attacks pose to global economic and national security. Per CNN, the virtual meeting is part of what the president says will become an ongoing multilateral initiative to tackle the cybersecurity problem. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told the network the goal of the meeting is to accelerate our cooperation in combating cybercrime, improving law enforcement collaboration, stemming the illicit use of cryptocurrency and engaging on these issues diplomatically. The alliance marks the latest effort by the Biden administration to tackle the issue of ransomware following a year in which one such attack on the Colonial Pipeline led to gas shortages across parts of the US. In the aftermath of the incident, the President signed an executive order that called for greater cooperation and information sharing between disparate federal agencies. More recently, the Treasury Department imposed sanctions on the Suex cryptocurrency exchange for allegedly facilitating several attacks. In other words, they were money laundering. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, keep that in mind. <clears throat> and that's why it all adds up to... Uh... So talking about cybersecurity and we're going to go on to talk about um, scams on um, Android devices as well. Yeah. I have been absolutely inundated in the last three days with text messages trying to get me to either tell them where i live so i can get my package delivered because they, well, yeah. they should already know that if i'm getting something <laughs> delivered obviously I've, I've ordered it off a website and they have my address that's right um or i have a voicemail uh that i need to attend to which also uh i don't have a outside voicemail box <laughs> so uh, i've been just deleting these and blocking the numbers um if you're getting these please just delete them straight away block the numbers delete them yeah don't click on the link don't click the link yeah it'll say something like it might even go to the point of saying ozpost dot yeah jigs dot ru or ozpost you know dot info dot ru which is still yeah. russia or yeah ozpost dot fred.sty or like you know, yeah they're addresses that aren't relevant just that's right get just rid of it. don't them. don't click on the link yeah especially with regards to our next story yeah. which is how it happens that's right and here we go yeah <laughs> <Hundreds of scam laughs> apps hit over 10 million android devices ars technical uh, hang on a i've done this story not to pick on the android devices to let you know how big the problem is. And the last line actually says, tell your friends. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why the story's here. It's... That's right. <laughs> we don't normally report about Androids or anything like that, but because this is such a big problem, we are going to do it. Yes. And it's to help, not to mock. Yeah. I think we do that enough anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> ARS Technica reports. Uh, Grift Horse, a campaign used uh, clever techniques to avoid detection in Google Play. Google has taken increasingly sophisticated steps to keep malicious apps out of Google Play. But a new round of takedowns 
involving about 200 apps and more than 10 million potential victims shows that this long-time problem remains far from solved. And it's this case potentially costs users hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. Researchers from the mobile security firm Zimperium, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, say so the massive scamming campaign has plagued Android since November 2020. Uh, as is often the case, the attackers were able to sneak. Um, benign looking Yeah, sorry, apps. benign looking apps like Handy, Translator Pro, Heart Rate and Pulse Tracker, uh, Bus, uh, Metropole 2021 uh, into Google Play as fronts for something more sinister. After downloading one of the malicious apps, a victim would receive a flood of notifications uh, five an hour that prompted them to confirm their phone number to claim a prize. The prize claim page loaded uh, through an app, uh, uh, through sorry, through an in-app browser, a common technique for keeping malicious uh, indicators out of the code of the app itself. Once a user entered their digits, the, uh, the attackers signed them up for a monthly recurring charge of about $42 through the premium SMS service, features of uh, wireless bills. It's a mechanism that normally lets you pay for digital services or say send money to charities via text message. In this case, it went directly to crooks. These attackers are organized and, prof and professional. They set this up as a business and they're not just going to move on, says that guy. Uh, from oh, it's the Mattel. Thank you. Uh, like CEO. I'm certain this was not a one time thing. So there you go. Tell your friends, doesn't matter what sort of device you have, it really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It matters about your cyber security. Yeah. And and your money. Like, you know, because it's, yeah, it's that easy to do. It's that it easy. <laughs> 42 and everyone wants to win a prize. Like, I know. Everyone wants to win a prize. That's the problem. Like, yeah. You know, and, you know, like, not just that, like, 42. Oops. Hang on a second. Sorry. Um, stupid phone. It's actually stupid Zahn, but anyway. <laughs> so $42 a month. a month over 12 months is 500 bucks. Yep. You know, that's a big chunk of coin. You know, that's your car, Rego. It's your, you know. It's, it's a hassle to get back. Yep. It's hard. No, it's hard no guarantee uh, you're going to get it. It's half a weekend away, you know, in a, a, a down at a campsite. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and you've, and it's come from your IP address because it's got your number that's connected yeah. to a web page on your IP address. So it must be you. Can't yeah. be them. That's right. So, yes. So family and friends, keep an eye on them. Yeah. Keep them up keep to date. Yeah, it does make a difference, please, team. 
Now, here's how to turn on the new AirPods Pro Conversation Boost feature in iOS 15. 9 to 5 Mac helps us with, after first announcing Conversation Boost is coming with iOS 15 back in June, Apple officially released the feature with the latest AirPods Pro firmware update. However, the toggle is a bit buried in accessibility settings. Here's how to turn on AirPods Pro Conversation Boost with iPhone. <clears throat> now, we got our first look slash listen at AirPods Pro Conversation in August when Apple included it in the AirPods Pro beta a firmware beta. While the company says the feature is mostly aimed at those who are hard of hearing, what? Pardon? Uh, Say again? What? It can be used by anyone. Essentially, the feature is a proxy of, for hearing aids, although not a complete substitute, but can also be useful in noisy environments. Here's how Apple describes it. Conversation Boost focuses your AirPods Pro on the person talking in front of you, making it easier to hear in a face-to-face -face conversation. Now in a firmware update that landed on October 5 for all AirPods Pro users, Conversation Boost is available for everyone. How to turn on AirPods Pro Conversation Boost. Make sure your AirPods Pro are updated to form firmware 4A400 or better. You can check by going to the Bluetooth settings and tapping the eye next to your AirPods Pro and go about and version. Unfortunately, Apple just says the latest firmware will install when AirPods are connected via Bluetooth to your, to your iPhone. There's way, no way to manually force it. On iPhone, open the settings app, swipe down, then tap accessibility, swipe down and choose AirPods under physical and motor. Now tap audio accessibility settings. Choose headphone accommodations at the top. Tap the toggle at the top if it's not already enabled. Choose custom audio setup. Follow the prompts for the headphone audio customization. At the end, under customized transparency mode, swipe to the bottom and toggle on conversation boost and tap done. Of course, there's a link in the show notes. But, yeah, so basically to, to update your firmware, make sure your, your headphones are charged and connected to your phone yeah. via Bluetooth. You've got to go in and make sure they're connected and then basically leave them sitting there together overnight or, you know, for, for a period of time because it doesn't just happen automatically. So I think mine took about half an hour before it finally showed up as being updated. So anything else, sir? Uh, not this week, Michael, actually. It's been a non-eventful yeah. week. We're getting ready to go back to work here in New South Wales? Oh, I suppose, yeah, Freedom Monday or whatever it's called tomorrow. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. I'm going to wait a week because after the weekend with all the idiots out at Manly and Bondi, I can only, <laughs> see, I can only see it spiking up again. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, right, so unbelievable. I'm going to wait a week and see how that goes. So, Don't, now, not, that I'm, not that I'm a pessimist. Nah. Uh, you still got the picture displayed, by the way. Oh, I have to. That's right. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. I'm not a pessimist or anything like that. I just know people. 
<laughs> yes, 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 yes. Now, our show promotions. The show notes link each week on show upload. The link being aussiemaxzone.com.au forward slash AMZ396. There you'll see there you'll the last. See. Oh. <laughs> go, go for it. <laughs> there you will see the last six weeks of show notes. You can email um, us, Michael or Zahn at aussiemaxzone.com.au. However, you listen to us with your beautiful ears, like us as well with your beautiful fingers. <laughs> you give us a rating. So, uh, you know, tell your friends. Yeah, because why not? You know, we're pretty easy to listen to. I think, and we're not we're not pretty too easy. boring. Hey? <laughs> we're pretty easy. Yeah, that too. You know. <laughs> we'll dance for change. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So don't forget, keep keep your family up to date with the scamming crap because there is so much of it. You need to keep telling them. Unfortunately. Yeah. I know, we, we, I know we've gone on this whole program's pretty much been about yeah. scams and, and everything like that, but it, it is becoming um, quite annoying <laughs> for me yes. anyway because yes. I know they're scams and I just keep deleting them. But today uh, we had a pretty lazy day around the house, uh, but my phone, like I'd be doing something with the kids and my phone would go off and I'd be like, oh, it might be Michael or it might be mum or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It might be my dad, it might be, you know, whatever, and I'd go and check it because it is a Sunday and I know tomorrow's Freedom Day and, uh, you know, I thought maybe, you know, my, my parents or, you know, you guys might want to visit and so, oh, maybe, they, you know, check it. And it's honestly, it's been about six, seven times today yeah. and it's just been scam alerts. The only text messages I've got today have been scam alerts. <laughs> so be yes. aware. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important. And because of that sort of thing, you need to back up your phone and back up your computers. Remember that. Yes. It's very important. Back up your phone, back up your computers, please. I'm please, literally please, please, sitting please. in front of mine doing that as we're doing the podcast. <laughs> so, and I'm not, I'm not right. lying to you. Look, ready? There's my computer. <laughs> and that's, uh, I was backing up my phone. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the uh, the notebook for the, the yes. podcast. <laughs> I mean, so, I, I, could do it. I could do it on that, I guess. But you know, thanks to our supporters, you our listeners, very Absolutely. important. Yeah, you guys, yeah, well, you yep. guys, we couldn't make this. So yeah. uh, please, please like, please share, please rate, uh, because it is important to us. This is how we make our living. No, it's not. Trust me. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be homeless. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'd be doing a podcast in a cardboard box. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't want to live with him. <laughs> <laughs> We've done enough of that. Um, have you, oh, what show was that? Reese Darby. I, I love Reese Darby. He's mm -hmm. a fantastic comedian. He's New Zealand from New Zealand. 
Um, he's been in the flight of the Concords. He's done um, voice. He does a lot of voiceover work. Uh, he was in um, um, Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, oh, and he's in this other movie. I can't think of it now. But um, he's a crazy person in the alley. And he keeps giving information like from the future to whoever it was, which I can't remember right now. But then he goes and he's like, anyway, listeners. And he goes, I think he says, are you doing a podcast or something like that to him? Are you doing a, and he goes, no, I'm actually crazy. And pulls a knife. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so good. He does it so well. And that's what made me think of living in a box and, yeah, <laughs> and doing a podcast because Reese Darby well, is absolutely hilarious. I remember I, I I did get one more bit of information this week. Yeah. Which, which is out there. So yeah. the Abbey Road cover where the Beatles are walking along the zebra crossing. Yes. The level crossing. Yeah. On the left-hand side, about halfway down the street. Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. That's what you're thinking of? That's yeah. where I got it from, <laughs> uh, the movie Guns Akimbo, which also has Daniel Radcliffe in it. Okay. Um, which uh, from Harry Potter fame. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but you keep going and then I'll explain that. Yeah, that's at Abbey Road. About halfway yeah. down the road on the left-hand side, you can see a, a light blue and white car, which happens to be a Triumph Herald. Wagon. I used to. My first car was a Triumph Herald. Yeah. And it was also the guy that does. This was on a Jay Leno car show. The guy that does carpool karaoke. The English guy. Yeah. Was yep, his yep. first car too. Anyway. Oh, cool. That particular blue and white Triumph Herald station wagon. Yeah. Is in the states now. It's owned by oh. Jeff Dunham. Oh. Oh, his station <laughs> wagon. Yeah. Oh, well, so, so that's, he, did a, he did a world tour. Uh, Jeff Dunham? Too, yeah, not too long ago, and brought the family with him. He went to Ireland. Okay. And you'd see him loading up his station wagon, and it's an older station wagon. And Yeah, you know, well, maybe it's that one. Up. And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is that one. So yeah, yeah. there you go. Was it so a that's just like, it's out there, that's it. Huh? Six Blue cylinder? Blue and white. No, yeah, no, four cylinder. Four cylinder. Four got cylinder? the same, okay. like the... The little Triumph engine in it. Most Triumphs were six cylinders. No, nah, not those no. days. <laughs> okay, so I know the, I know the Triumph um, was it the Stag. No, no, the Spitfire. Remember the Spitfire? That was yeah, only a four. Was had a four the same cylinder. engine. Yep. Yep. Had the yep. same engine, but it had two SUs on it. Yeah, which cool. is what I put. What I, which is what I put on mine when I got it. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would put SUs on anything, by the way. <laughs> They're because the that was the unreliable carbies ever. Just bolt, bolted on. Just bolt every time on. you drive, you have to tune them. <laughs> and my my best mate is um, he had a a little the equivalent of the Sprite in a in this that's in sixteen hundred sports oh, car. Yeah. Yep, and it had two imitation issues on it. You know, remember the, yeah, Japs, yeah, the Japanese, Japanese were way better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they worked. <laughs> Way better. I had those on my uh, 180B, 
I had, yeah. I had a 180B and I had the Japanese equivalent of a twin SU. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you tuned them and left them and they ran. They were fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyway, just there you go. There's, there's another little story. Yeah. And yours, you're finishing yours about. Yes. I'll talk, so, yeah. So, Reese Darby was in Guns Akimbo, which also has uh, Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter fame. Yeah. Uh, if you are over 18, then you should watch that movie. It's absolutely hilarious and violent and uh, silly. <laughs> if you are not, do not watch it because um, <laughs> it's violent and has lots of language and you don't really need that. He's also yeah. the um, character from the new Jumanji movies who drives the truck. He picks them up. Okay. You know, um, you know when they get there and he's like, Doctor, oh, I put or and then the second one he goes, Oh, don't worry, I haven't seen you in such a long time. That's also Reese Darby. He, um, yeah, I said, very, very funny man, uh, great comedian, one of my favorites. He was the flight of the Concord's uh band manager. He also worked at the embassy, uh, the New Zealand embassy in uh, America, there in New York. Um, so, uh, and he was just a character. Everything he plays, he's just fantastic. He's also the voice of um, the princess's uh, mage, I guess, in Voltron, the new series of Voltron. Um, and he does a whole bunch of other voices in cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. All right, All right give guys. Us the, giving us, give us our infamous sign-off. Oh, I almost forgot because we've been chatting for so long and I was just like, well, we've just had a great conversation. Yep, uh, yep. Right, I almost forgot, guys. Remember, an apple a day keeps the androids away. See you next week. See you later. Thank you. Stay up.